The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful you're joining me today. I want to begin by reminding you that you are all part of a global community with fellow listeners and literally every corner of the world. That's because you're spreading the word. Thank you for listening and for continuing to tell your friends, relatives, and colleagues. And a special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners around the world in Belgium, Vietnam, and the Virgin Islands, and in the states of Ohio, Colorado, and Alabama. Welcome and thank you for your continuing support. Because you keep tuning in and listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is ranked as a top show. And I'm a top radio show host on Voice America World Talk Radio, the oldest and most widely listened to talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. As I promised at the beginning of every show, at least through September, I'm going to lead you through three exercises that we can all do to help stop or lessen the severity and frequency of the natural disasters that have been plaguing the earth. I'm doing them at the beginning of each show so you can find them easily and do them with me every day or at the very least every week. The wonderful thing about it is that as you help Mother Earth to clear the negative energy, you will also be clearing yourself of fears and other negative energies that are harmful to you. So please spread the word for yourself, your families, your local communities, our global community and the earth itself. For more information on this topic, listen to our May 28th on-demand show with Dwan Washington by going to my website, paulajoyce.com. I know that you're responding to this information because that show was the second most listened to show in May. Thank you for listening and continuing to tell other people. Here are the three techniques to help clear yourself and the earth of fear. Please do them with me. The first one is an affirmation. I am love as I am loved. You are love as you are loved. 
all is love, as all is loved. The second one is a visualization. If you have trouble visualizing, then just listen to the words. Close your eyes and see a beautiful pink heart full of love shining pink light down on you. See and feel the pink light going through your body, down to your feet and into the ground where the pink light is filling and healing all the fault lines in the earth, the oceans, the floodplains, the volcanoes, the winds and the atmosphere. The last technique is a chant. First, I'm going to say it, and then you can chant it with me. Om, ah, ha, ah, om, am, am. Om, ah, ha, ah, om, am, am. Know that as you do these three techniques, you are helping to fill yourself and the earth with pink healing energy, which is balancing all the energies and helping to create calm and peace within yourself and the earth. These techniques are particularly helpful for anyone who has been abused or is self-abusing because they experience more fear than most people. Please share these techniques widely. I feel so strongly about the importance of helping to clear ourselves in the earth of fear that I created another workshop, Walk the Labyrinth, a Sacred Experience, in order to help you continue this process. The Labyrinth is a walking meditation, a path of prayer, and an archetypal in our type of blueprint, where psyche meets spirit, it dates back to Crete, where it was found drawn on cave walls. There was even one of, on the floor of King Solomon's temple. Unlike a maze where you lose your way, the labyrinth is a spiritual tool that helps you find your way. The sacred geometry built into the labyrinth does the work for you. It allows you to release what no longer serves you well, connect with the divine, and change with more ease. Through this experience, you will learn about the labyrinth, walk it, and integrate what you gained. Release fears, stress, and worry. Quiet your busy mind. Hear the divine and your limitless, creative, higher self. Find your own answers. Open your heart to receiving. Improve your health and well-being. Create more peace, joy, and happiness. And become more of who you truly are. We will walk the labyrinth Friday, August 7th from 7.30 to 9 p.m. at the Episcopal Church of the Transfiguration in Dallas, Texas, which happens to be the first labyrinth built in the United States and one that I walked every week for many years. You can learn more about the labyrinth by listening to our second on-demand show with the Reverend Dr. Lauren Artris, 
who brought the labyrinth into worldwide use. I participated in two labyrinth retreats with her, including one in France at Char Cathedral. And I'm excited to share this beautiful spiritual tool with you. I was grateful to have her on our show last year on March 27th. Go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to listen to that show, then read my blog about my labyrinth experience in France and register for the workshop. You'll be grateful you did. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, and positivity as we allow allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life. And let it go, we open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives and techniques, inspirational stories and guests who are thought leaders in their field like our guest today, Sandra Ingerman, who is joining us for her third visit. This time she will talk with us about her new book, Speaking with Nature. Awakening to the Deep Wisdom of the Earth. If there ever was a time when we desperately need this information, this is it. Last week, we had a wonderful conversation with Sarah Joy Marsh, who also talked about the importance of connecting with nature and how experiencing awe can help heal our relationship with our body and with food. She also did a special breathing technique with us as well as a mindfulness meditation. I've been using the breathing exercise all week and I'm loving it. As one listener writes, wrote, today's show was fantastic. If you missed the show or any of our other ones, please visit my website, paulajoyce.com, and click on radio show at the top of the navigation. One of the wonderful bonuses of having the show on demand is that you can replay it often to practice with Sarah Joy's guidance until you feel comfortable doing the breathing and mindfulness meditation on your own. And Sarah Joy's help doesn't stop there. After the show, she was kind enough to share a document with me that gives tips on how to find an appropriate yoga studio and teacher that would be conducive to healing eating disorders and disordered eating. I included the information in my new blog, which I just put up on my website, 
paulajoyce.com. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners. I like your feedback and you're becoming part of the conversation. You can do so by calling one 866 472-5795 now or emailing drpaulajoyce at gmail.com now or between shows. And be sure to get a pencil and paper now because you're going to need it for our question of the day. My silver lining story for today is a continuation of my journey with technology and specifically my computer. I told you last week that I chose to end the conversation with the help desk when I began to feel frustrated. Well, a few days later, I booted up my computer and got a message about an update for the web storage, which was what I was having trouble accessing. Since I was feeling more empowered after noticing my silver linings, I decided to download the update. Everything was fine until they asked me to sign in. That was where I had gotten stuck the last time. This time, however, I thought, why not just create a new account? To my amazement and delight, it actually worked. This is really an additional silver lining to last week's frustrating experience because now I know that if I stop and give myself time to recover emotionally and let my unconscious work on solving the problem, I have more confidence with computers than I ever thought possible. In fact, I actually do know what I'm doing. It was a giant step away from the stress and the abuser who used to set me up for failure by giving instructions too fast in a demeaning tone, being impatient with me and putting me down when I couldn't follow his intentionally poor teaching. My journey with technology is becoming easier and more fun, as is my life. But there was more. As I went to get my computer to prepare for today's show, I was jolted by the sudden and dramatic appearance of a flock of a hawk flying overhead, just inches from me with only the window pane separating us. As I looked up, I was treated to a rare close-up view of the soft underside of this beautiful huge bird with its wings fully extended. I have been consciously aware of hawks as omens in my life for a number of years now. I'm always in awe of their presence in my life, and each time I feel blessed as if it were the first and only time. The hawk was confirming two things, my newfound found success with computers and the importance of the information that we are sharing today about nature. As we connect with the love and light in nature, as we grow in love and light and then give it back again to nature so that we are all helping each other grow in the most positive ways possible in a continuous cyclical fashion. Beginning in childhood, I sought love and nurturing from nature. I didn't consciously understand about omens or communicating with nature. 
I did, however, know instinctively that nature was a place where I could be safe when I was sad or lonely. I would sit down under the big tree in front of our house with my back up against the trunk. It was if I could extract strength and hugs from it while being enveloped by it. I somehow knew that nature would give me what the adults in my life couldn't. I still go back when I'm in Detroit to visit my tree, touch it, say hello, thank it, and return the love and protection it gave me for so many years. I still choose to live where there are trees easily visible and accessible. In my current home, although there are numerous trees which I can see and touch, A tree planted itself in my patio garden. We continue to nurture each other. As I'm writing this, I'm realizing that my childhood tree is making sure I'm still being taken care of. My love of birds also began in childhood. Then I particularly loved robins, which were very prevalent in Detroit. I start each morning now by looking out my window, focusing on my bird feeders and bird bath while getting lost in contemplation and meditation. I pay attention to which birds are most prominent when I'm thinking certain thoughts. I particularly love when the hummingbird flies or hovers at my window until it gets my attention and then moves down to drink from the feeder and concludes by stopping again in midair to thank me. This never fails to elicit a smile or a laugh from me. Whatever thought I was stuck in disappears and I remember that all is well and I can just relax now I'm really ready to start my day with positivity, gratitude, and optimism. What could be worth worrying about when this relative of the elves and fairies is making sure I know that life is full of joy? And on that note, I would like to introduce our guest, who has graciously agreed to join us for a third time. Sandra Ingerman is a world-renowned teacher of shamanism. She's recognized for bridging ancient cross-cultural healing methods into our modern culture, addressing the needs of our times. For over 30 years, she has been concluding conducting workshops internationally on shamanic journeying, healing, and reversing environmental pollution with spiritual methods. She received the 2007 Peace Award from the Global Foundation of Integrative Medicine and was chosen as one of the top 10 spiritual leaders of 2013. A licensed therapist with a master's degree. She is the author of 10 books, including Speaking with Nature, Awakening to the Deep Wisdom of the Earth. Sandra is also the author of many CD programs, an app, and a newsletter that reaches 15,000 people. You can sign up for her newsletter and also learn more by going to sandraingerman.com. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. During our break, go to paulajoyce.com. First click on Register Now to read about and register for my workshop, Walk the Labyrinth, a Sacred Experience. You can also read my new blog and my previous 
blogs about the labyrinth. Then click on calendar of events to see your question for today. Before the second break and at the end of the show, I'll give you something else to do with your question. When you email me, you'll have an opportunity for me to read your email on the show. So right now, go to paulajoyce.com, go to my calendar of events page, answer the question of the day on your own paper, and then register for my workshop. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Sandra Ingerman to talk about this most important topic, which happens to be the title of her new book, Speaking with Nature, Awakening to the Deep Wisdom of the Earth. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too, while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. And welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope you made a list of the ways in which you already speak with and or connect with nature. We're here with Sandra Ingerman to talk about this very topic of speaking with nature and awakening to the deep wisdom of the earth. Sandra, this is your third visit. I feel like we're friends. I'm so grateful. I know it feels like um, it feels like a regular chat. <laughs> right, <laughs> <Tea> and, time <laughs> together. 
great. And I look forward to this one and hopefully future ones. Um, This topic is so very important, and especially now. Would you um, tell us why, why speaking with nature and awakening to the deep wisdom of the earth is so important now? Well, um, we, we live in this modern technological society, and there's wonders about that. We, we all uh, love having air conditioning. Many of you are in suffering heat spells right now. Um, we like having refrigeration. We like to be able to cook uh, food on a stove. We like heat when it gets really cold, but... What has happened from modern technology, which obviously, you know, we all, it brings us the gifts of being able to thrive easier in the world, is that we actually have forgotten our essential nature. And we are actually nature. Um, there's, there's a big movement with um, getting people connected back to nature again, and the word connecting with nature keeps coming up. But I think what is really important for us to understand is that it's not that we need to connect with nature or to reconnect with nature. It's to understand that we are nature, And so through modern technology, on many levels, we've separated ourselves out from our essence, which is nature itself. And so um, I've been engaged in the practice of shamanism, and that's what I've talked about on um, some of the past shows, very ancient spiritual tradition that is uh, universal. Um, All cultures around the world have practiced shamanism, uh, practice dating back 100,000 years. And one of the basic principles that are taught in shamanism is that we're part of a web of life and that every single living thing, everything that's alive has a spirit and contributes to the web of life. And so What's happening for us right now is, number one, because we see ourselves as disconnected from nature, we, we're no longer following the cycles of the moon and the cycles of the sun, the seasonal changes, to see how we are individually being impacted on a personal level as the cycles of the moon change and the seasons change because everything in nature um, slows down or speeds up or gets um, goes within or comes without and is more active at different cycles. And so we're in a modern-day culture. We're on all the time. We don't acknowledge that we're part of nature's cycles. And so what starts to happen is we're walking again against the river of life instead of with it. And that is creating a tremendous amount of illness, personal illness for ourselves because we are no longer connected to the natural cycles that help us to regenerate and then uh, come out with uh, new blossoms and new flowers and shine our beauty in the world. And when is it time to come back in again? We, we no longer know how to do that because we, we look at calendars, oh, it's the full moon today, but, you know, what does that mean to me personally? Or... Um, 
we're going from spring into summer, what does that person, you know, we don't really reflect on that. We don't notice how much our body is actually is responding to the changes in nature. So we just ignore it, which ends up creating illness for us. And then also, as is known in all indigenous cultures, because we are connected to this web of life, we're not acknowledging um, the importance of every living creature that's alive. And so um, species are being uh, killed and, you know, the extinction level of plants and animals and insects and beings such as um Bees, there would be no life without bees um, because we'd have no food. We'd literally have no food. And so, again, we have um, removed ourselves from the web of life, and so we're actually affecting the health of the planet um, on a global level by not um, honoring everything that's alive. Wow, I mean that's really huge, and and we we do we we tend to beat ourselves up if we're relaxing, you know, because there's always something more on our to do list. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, um, uh, there's all these jokes in our culture, and we know about them. Um, uh, you know, lunacy, which uh, comes from, of course, uh, lunar. Um, but it's talked about how um, different police stations notice every full moon, you know, they're more out there on the streets and more arrests and people having breakdowns and just a lot of activity. And basically, we're water. We're 70 or more percent water, our bodies. And when you look at how the moon affects the tides of the oceans and the lakes and all the waters of the world that we're connected to, as part, as water, the phases of the moon are also going to um, affect us. And one of the things that I found early on in my practice with working with lunar cycles is that oftentimes people turn to, you know, we love to turn to books to tell us what to do instead of tapping into our own inherent wisdom. And so oftentimes people look up, how should I be feeling on the full moon or how should I be feeling on the new moon? And one of the things I've really found very interesting in my 30 years of working with this is that we react differently And so I lived with a roommate for a while who I always knew what phase of the moon um, that was happening because of his behavior. He was like clockwork. He was one of the most sensitive people to the moon I'd ever met. And I didn't need a moon calendar. I just had a (laughs) monthly watch what he was doing, and I knew exactly where the moon was. And for me, my cycle was the opposite. So... For some people, like uh, some people don't sleep well on the full moon. It really agitates them. And for me, I sleep like a baby on the full moon. Some people feel more extroverted. You know, they want to be out and about and doing things on the full moon. And some people feel more inner. And so what's really important is for people to start to journal 
and notice how you're feeling at different phases of the moon, the full moon, the new moon, and the phases in between. And you can actually start to watch a pattern that occurs. And one of the things I started, I started writing this in my second book in 1993, is that I get depressed in the summer and I feel like hibernating like a bear. Um, and I come out in my full power in, in fall and winter. That's when I feel my best. I want to teach. Um, I want to be out there in the world. And in the summer, I feel a real need to go inside. And after I wrote that book, I received hundreds. It was before email. I received hundreds and hundreds of letters in the mail saying, I'm exactly the same way. I never heard anybody say that. So, you know, it's important for us to not put ourselves in a box of how we're supposed to feel with our natural cycles, but more to watch and observe when we want to be more extroverted and when it's more time to go within and respect that and start to work with our life. You can't call your boss up and say, I, I don't like to work on the full moon, but you can organize your life differently with social events of when you're more um, extroverted and social and when you need that time to just drink a little bit more herb tea and sit within and sit down on your couch and close your eyes and see what's bubbling up inside of you um, that will come out during a change in season. And it's, um, it really helps people, the illness that comes up is both on an emotional and physical level because when you're pushing yourself all the time and you're not acknowledging your cycles, it can create depression, it can create anxiety, but it also creates physical illness at the same time. I, I love what you're saying and you use the word respect And I think that most of us have learned to disrespect our intuition, our our bodies, what they're telling us, what we're feeling, because somebody out there or something out there, like, is telling us what we're supposed to be doing and feeling right now, and we've lost touch with Mm -hmm. who we are. Right. Absolutely. And, and, you know, it can be scary when you, you don't know what's happening. Um, you know, I, I have always been a person who trusted my intuition, and my mother always, my mother died a couple of years ago at the age of 98, but up until the day she died, she always said, oh, you can't tell Sandy what to do, you know. <laughs> she always going to do what she wants to do. I was always in touch with that, that inner place. But recently, I... Um, was diagnosed with an illness that is rare and very mysterious. And the medical profession really doesn't know how to treat it, but there are alternative treatments. And so, you know, everybody who I'm working with in alternative world says, well, you have to listen to your body, you have to listen to what your body wants right now. And so I feel like um, the blessing of some of what's 
happening for me, and it's definitely not life-threatening. It just um, uh, affects some of the movement in my life. The blessing that has come from this is understanding, because I've been teaching people how to tap into their intuition and listen, you know, for most of my life now. And in this particular case, I kind of feel a little bit uh, out of my comfortable waters of, I'm not really sure what my body's saying to me right now. And so all of a sudden I can understand when people say to me, well, how do you trust the information that you get? And are you getting the right information? Because we're so bombarded by what the medical profession tells us to do, what religious leaders tell us to do, what science tells us to do. And oftentimes if we just go in and listen, And in some of my books, I've written about people who got diagnosed with illnesses and got so confused and disturbed by um, um, Western medicine that they literally just took a backpack, moved out into nature, um, lived in a tent, lied on the earth every day, and healed from terminal illnesses um, because, again, when we get in contact with the Earth's rhythms, because really illness is when we've lost our alignment with ourselves and the Earth. But if we just go out and spend time on the Earth, so every day I'm going out and while I have my tea, I'm just putting my feet on the ground. Even people who live in a park, uh, live in a city, can go to a park and, and do this for a few minutes a day. It puts you back into alignment, and there are thousands and thousands of case studies of people healing from uh, incredible um, life-threatening illnesses just by putting their feet on the earth. Yes, and and we forget and lose touch with all of that because these stories are scattered and they're kind of hidden and we tend to think of them as exceptions to the rule and rather than dying from a terminal illness being the exception to the rule and it, it isn't that we I mean there are times when we won't recover but at least we may heal um if if not be cured yes exactly and being in nature is the most healing force that there is and that's always been taught from the beginning of time And so even people who live in cities, um, nature is all around you. You look up at the sky, you look up at the birds. As you walk to work, um, there might be a tree who, if you notice, its leaves rustle just a little bit every time you walk by it, and you can say hello to it. And just these little simple acts of watching the birds, as you were talking about, Paula, at the beginning of the show, um, looking up at the sky and seeing if, if um, as you have a question, the clouds part and all of a sudden the sun comes beaming down on you, or as you say hello just silently to one tree every day as you walk to work or a whole line of trees, you'll notice that the leaves rustle just a little bit differently, not depending on what the wind is doing, but that they're really reaching out to connect with you. 
Yes, and we're about to go on break, but I'd also like to add that somebody taught me when I was first learning how to do the things you're talking about, to like see a bubble like in a cartoon where the character has a bubble surrounding the words, and to look at a tree and see the bubble and listen to what the tree wants to tell me. Mm. so um, I, I share that along with all the other beautiful techniques that you're talking about. And um, after we come back from break, maybe we can go through um, an exercise to help people speak to and experience the, uh, the um, being with the earth. Yeah. <laughs> I, Okay, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, and sign up for my newsletter. You receive the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process, which helps you get in touch with your inner wisdom and helps people release hidden barriers to their happiness. You'll also get advance notice about every show episode and the on-demand show sent directly to you. Now in your paper, write down the ways in which you want to deepen and expand your communication with nature. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Sandra Ingerman to talk with her about her new book, Speaking with Nature, Awakening to the Deep Wisdom of the Earth. Be the change. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. 
If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope that you wrote down the ways in which you want to deepen and expand your communication with nature. And I'm pleased that Sandra Ingerman is here to help us do that very thing. Remember, she can be reached at sandraingerman.com. Sandra, thank you so much. Um, the things you're talking about are so deeply important, and I'm I'm really feel blessed that you're here sharing your wisdom and knowledge with us. And I'm wondering if you would um, talk a little bit about um, grief and releasing the um, the pain of grief through connection and communication with nature. Mm. Yeah, um, Paula and I were talking uh, during the break, and one of the things I was saying is that today we see so much uh, destruction of nature, you know, not just humans' lives, um, but uh, whole areas, beautiful areas through... Um, oil spills or a tornado or an earthquake coming through um, and we see the ending of um, of animals' lives that, you know, we just really think are so precious. Every living being on the planet is so precious. But when we think about grief, we think about more when our loved ones are dying. Um, we forget that when we start to see um, destruction that happens in nature, death that happens in nature, um, that that might touch our heart in a way where we also need to work with um, the grief that's coming up and not repress it, but to really acknowledge when our favorite place on the land or a beautiful landscape or a species of animal has been um, has died. Um, how do we deal with that? And 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 we have to go through a grieving process around that. And it's always important. I know everybody who's listening understands this, but I just want to acknowledge that um, everything in life changes and transforms and transitions. And in shamanism, death is not seen as an end. It's seen as a transition. And one of the beautiful things that we can see in nature is how after a clear cut happens in a forest that might completely break our heart or how after a fire comes through and um, and much of nature um, is destroyed and fire is, is uh, something that the earth really needs. It's how the earth regenerates. It's not a bad thing. People losing their homes or lives, of course, is traumatic, but to the earth, fire is very healing. And um, Or through a storm or through an oil spill, whatever is happening, we, we, get, we get focused on the end. But what shamanism teaches us is there are no ends. There are only transitions. And when you start to go out a couple of months um, or even a few weeks after there is some you know, cataclysm, what you'll notice is a little sprout coming up. 
or a new plant that hasn't been seen before. And so it's such a beautiful metaphor for us that even in our own life, every time something ends, um, from a shamanic point of view, we go through the big death at the end of life, but we go through the little deaths throughout our life that bring us to change and and transition, and that there's always new growth, there's always new birth and that comes up, and that life is a cycle. And so nature is just such a beautiful um, metaphor for that because no matter what is happening, you always see that new plant coming up or um, that new uh, baby species um, being born into being. There's always new life that comes um, at the end of another life, but at the same time, we need to be able to acknowledge and work with the feelings of grief that come up for us. And so um, if you want to get comfortable, because Paula was asking for um, something that I might have shared in the book about this, um, if you want to get comfortable and go inside of yourself and take a, just a few deep breaths and allow yourself to move away from your ordinary thoughts and concerns of the day. Um, Just for now, this is just a time out. And put your hands on your heart and take a few deep breaths uh, through your heart. And just really, as you breathe, take a moment to experience how precious life is. Think about something on this earth. Um, It could be a rose, a particular flower, It could be an animal, Um, it could be the moon, or it could be a season, or something that brings you great joy, a memory that brings you great joy. Even if you've had a life full of trauma, the little things in nature really uplift us when we see a new flower coming up and blooming, um, when the gentle breezes come by and just kiss our cheek even when we're feeling sad or something's going on in our life or the wind coming by giving messages of love or a drizzle coming down and blessing us or a rainbow. Think of something really precious to you about nature and life and just place that in your heart and just take a few deep breaths. And if there's anything that you're feeling saddened about right now, um, as we are so flooded by media images and stories about um, destruction of places in nature and of living beings, um, if you've noticed that you feel any kind of grief um, that creates some heartache for you around this, Um, You could do this with um, a loved one who you're grieving over, but you can also do this around a place or something happening in the natural world right now. And you can invite in as you breathe deeply with your eyes closed and you're in your heart, invite in um, an element that might be comforting to you. It could be the earth or it could be... uh, a gentle breeze, or it could be fire, fire as the sun even, um, and it could be water. And 
all the elements can help to cleanse us of whatever feelings of grief that we're experiencing. So you might find yourself um, in your imagination, use your imagination standing and blowing into the wind and asking the wind to take a sadness from you, some something you're grieving over, and to transmute it into light, not just to dump it into the air, but transmute it into light so that that light and love spreads among the earth. Or imagine yourself burying a sadness into the earth and asking the earth to compost it into fertile earth that's going to grow a new plant, new life that is going to pop out um, uh, during the next cycle. There's always cycles. There's always endings and new beginnings. Um, or you can send your, use your imagination and you can send um, a grief experience to the sun or you can imagine um, being at a campfire and placing your grief into the fire. Fire is known in indigenous cultures to transform and transmute whatever needs to be healed. Or you can imagine yourself at the ocean or a river, a stream or a lake and sending something that is hurting or some kind of grief into the water again not to just put it into the water, but to ask this to be transformed into new life, into light, into love that travels throughout the waters of the world, feeding the waters of the world with love or light. So just take a moment and with your imagination, just invite that element to work with you in partnership, earth, air, water, fire, or living beings and they are intelligent, and they work with you in partnership to relieve you of your pain and suffering and transmute them into love and light that can be sent to you, radiated out um, to your loved ones, and shared throughout the planet, touching all of life with love. And with your breath, again, take a few deep breaths and thank the element who... Um, volunteered itself to work with you in partnership and you might not be finished for now this is an exercise you might want to continue at some point during the day and just with your breath holding your heart breathing in and out just allow yourself to come back into the space that you're in for now so that we can continue um, and let Paula guide us into the next part and And, yeah just come back for now and this is perfect timing to say thank you so very much Sandra what a beautiful note to end this portion of the show on thank you so much for joining us yeah you're welcome thank you for the invitation Paula You're welcome. Um, And I want to thank my listeners for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please like us on Facebook by going to my website, paulajoyce.com. While you're there, browse my resources page to purchase Sandra's book and other books that I have written and other guests. 
and also to learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, energy healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as Overcoming Abuse Through Self-Empowerment, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Energetic Healing, the Om Awakening, and the Ultimate Creative Problem-Solving Process. My coaching, I do over Skype, on the phone, or in person. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. Literally thousands of angels and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. While you're on my website, go to register now and register for my new workshop, walking the labyrinth then go to the calendar of events and press click here to send me an email with your commitment to yourself and next thursday please join us when david bookbinder will talk about his near-death experience due to malpractice and his transformation from victim to wholeness in the meantime if you have a difficulty in your own life or an inspirational story to share, please contact me. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week.